There's still a big stigma around this, but I'm not afraid to say it. I love video games. I'm just a gamer. They're really fun. Download one on your phone. Valve released a video presentation last week explaining how Steam doesn't sell ad space on its storefront because they don't think the platform should be pay to win. A bit hypocritical given my older cousin told me weapon skins in Counter-Strike make you shoot faster. But that's okay. Valve's Eric Peterson says that this level playing field coupled with Steam's recommendation system leads to smash indie hits like Dave the Diver and Vampire Survivors succeeding organically. Which is great news since the Epic Game Store isn't likely to knock Steam off its throne anytime soon. The company recently admitted to having big time financial issues, leading them to sell Bandcamp, who then lost 50% of their staff. Turns out constantly giving away free games to attract more users may have that effect. But Epic says they'll continue to give away free games weekly through 2023 and beyond. Because you don't learn valuable life lessons overnight. Unless you're Rey Skywalker. She already knew them. Yeah. The company also specified a long list of usability improvements rolling out to the store soon, and announced the Now on Epic program, which promises a 100% revenue share for six months if a company brings their existing game to the Epic Game Store. Not to mention Alan Wake 2 is coming up next week, and you can catch up on the first one with a new 30-minute playable recap inside Fortnite. Something Steam can never do because they don't sell ad space and sit around on beanbags all day watching their sale of cosmetics go up. It's Make another game. Money printing, baby. We Why? don't need games. <laughs> Netflix has started testing cloud gaming in the US, continuing to follow the delusion that they're a video game company. <laughs> the beta did launch for users in Canada and the UK back in August, but the thing about those countries is nobody cares about the things that happen in them. They're not real countries. Netflix hopes to compete with cloud gaming providers like PlayStation, Xbox, and Nvidia by making their games free with a Netflix subscription, which totally won't make the subscription price go up again. They swear. It's worth it. According to a report from the Wall Street Journal, the streaming giant is also planning to make video games based on its most popular shows, like Wednesday and Black Mirror. Unfortunately for Netflix, someone already made a Squid Game video game called Crab Game in 2021, and someone else made a Queen's Gambit game called Chest in around 1475. It popped off. Popped off. <laughs> oh, it was truly scandalous. Anyways, the Wall Street Journal also says Netflix is in talk with Rockstar, so they may have an ace up its sleeve in the form of a licensed game set in the Grand Theft Auto universe. Rumors suggest the game will follow a criminal willing to get rich by any means necessary, but they have one line they'll never cross. Sharing their Netflix password. Actually, we made a video on how to do that. <laughs> Netflix deserves this. Yeah. Battlefield 2042 has apparently pulled a bit of a No Man's Sky slash Cyberpunk 2077, breaking its concurrent player record count from two years ago, when it launched to complaints over both missing features like a scoreboard and extra unwanted features like a completely reworked class system. Turns out those are harder to fix than Twitter would have you believe. Many free players dropped in during the game's free weekend, no doubt stealing themselves for more disappointment, only to discover that, what? DICE addressed almost all of the players' major complaints, and the game has actually been pretty great since March. Did you put this in here, Riley? And that if studios just asked their community what they want and took time to fix their games before release, we wouldn't just have to keep doing this silly cycle of launching games first and maybe making them playable second? Maybe. Maybe somebody learned that. Of course, Battlefield 2042's newfound popularity probably also has something to do with players getting banned from Counter-Strike 2, Apex Legends, and Call of Duty this week for the crime of updating their AMD GPU driver, which AMD has now pulled. But maybe these players will stick around. Battlebit is awesome, but I do miss AAA Battlefield with high-quality weapon skins. I swear they make you shoot faster. Damien would never lie to me. Jake. Right, Damien? Jake, I have... You got, you got bad news? And now it's time for the quick bits, brought to you by Epo Maker. They make keyboards that are versatile enough to navigate the battlefield and your documents. Their EK68 model has three different connection modes, Bluetooth, wired Type-C, and 2.4 gigahertz with a dongle, and it includes quality of life features like a multimedia knob, two adjustable feet, and hot swap compatibility with most three and five pin switches. You know, 
just the cool ones. You know whose life will not have good quality? Your enemies. Or that jerk on Reddit who called you uninformed. Or Damien. Check it out at the link below. It's okay, the quick bits can't find us here. What? What is that? Retro gaming company Analog has announced that they're making a reimagining of the N64 called the Analog 3D. The 3D will feature 4K output and incomprehensibly profound original display modes, like the recreation of specific CRT and PVM models. If you see it, you'll go mad. Most importantly, at least for Nintendo's lawyers, the console will use original N64 cartridges instead of ROMs. Congratulations, Dave the Paralegal. You get to go home early enough to hug your kids tonight if they remember your name. Super Mario Wonder leaked online just four days before release, causing gamers everywhere to unplug their routers and huddle in panic rooms for fear of spoilers. You might be wondering, who the F cares about spoilers in a Mario game? Terrific question, Reddit user 68AKS. But as also Reddit user EU points out, gameplay spoilers can take the fun out of playing a game. Most people want to be surprised when flowers swear at Mario, and no one wants to find out on Twitter that Nintendo finally added the most fan-requested power-up to the game a suppressed semi-automatic. <laughs> just kidding, those are mods, because Nintendo's fantasy of control is just that, a futile endeavor born of ignorance and greed. <laughs> Minecraft has become the first video game to sell 300 million copies, though it probably helped that the game is almost 12 years old, the same age as the average mi Hey, screw what? you, Riley. I didn't- I played that, Minecraft. That was Jacob. When it I was, was me, Jake! Whoa! Like every 12-year-old, Minecraft seems to have asked for a Star Wars game for its birthday. So naturally, the game about mining voxels to make stuff is getting a story-based DLC where players rise through the ranks of the Jedi Order during the Clone Wars, giving Minecraftians the Star Wars games that should exist in the universe where planets aren't cubes. It sounds amazing, I want it. The reviews are in! Spider-Man 2 is amazing! No, not 2001 Spider-Man 2, or 2004 Spider-Man 2, though that one was pretty good. Not Amazing Spider-Man 2 for 2014 or 1992 either. Look, I mean the new one. It's got a score of 91 on Metacritic, a butter smooth fast travel system with zero loading, and a movement system that combines faster than ever web slinging and gliding with an actual wingsuit. The story stars both Peter Parker and Miles Morales in their own intertwining plot lines, which is kind of disappointing. Just two Spider-Men? When the physicists behind Beyond the Spider-Verse have already revealed that Spider-Men are effectively infinite. Are you Spider-Man? Anyone can be Spider-Man. You have to point back. What? They can't even, it doesn't matter. I'm pointing. And Skull Island Rise of Kong launched today and immediately went viral, but not in a good way. The company's gameplay and graphics have been compared unfavorably to the 2005 movie tie-in Peter Jackson's King Kong by Peter Jackson, a game that released on PS2, Xbox 360, and GameCube. That is a pretty rough comparison. Peter Jackson? Peter Jackson made the game? Yeah, I guess. Well, it was Peter Jackson's King Kong. Oh. By Peter Jackson. Yeah. Peter Jackson. <laughs> Featuring Peter Jackson. <laughs> you won't believe the PlayStation 2 graphics of Peter Jackson. Programmed by Jackson. He's on the CD art, like, thumbs-upping. You open the menu and it's just Peter Jackson. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. Hi. Thank you for playing my game. Randomly in the scene, there's just Peter Jackson walks by. As you know, I love King Kong. One player posted a cutscene from Skull Island where an enemy model is momentarily replaced with a 2D still, for no apparent reason. Warning that the game currently retailing for $50 is a complete scam. There's a reason. He's remembering that dino from his past. Right, 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 He's right. traumatized. Ah, I get it. As a silver lining, the publisher, aptly named Game Mill, Jesus, appears to have retroactively rescued Datalik Entertainment, the creators of Gollum, from the title of Worst Game of the Year. But you might end up Worst Viewer of the Year if you don't come back on Thursday for more gaming news. Yeah, you didn't know we were raiding you, did you? Yeah. What are you gonna do now? You're already losing.
Sorry, I just gotta go deal with uh, Damien.